Hello, welcome. We are at episode 12. Yes, 12. 12. We're not high enough in the digits that I've like lost count. One day we're going to do that. We're going to have that cute little bit that's just like, oh, what oh, episode what is it? Oh my God, we're so quirky because we've done so many episodes. It's like, don't. oh my gosh, what is it? It's episode. Yeah. And then I'll start running joke where I say every episode's episode 69 and every time you're like, yeah. nice. <laughs> and then we beat it to the ground and yeah. then like, you know. It'll be fine. And then maybe we get like a Netflix special that doesn't do very well. <laughs> but like we collect the bag maybe, off of it. Maybe we could get a Netflix special that uh changes the way that Netflix uh rates things. Yeah, oh, yeah. What is it now? They got rid of the stars, isn't it? The thumbs yeah, up. Yeah, because um well they don't even have like Okay, I guess they do have the thumbs up, thumbs isn't down, that but they more don't more like just to see like that's more for like recommending stuff. Yeah, like you, you don't see if the it's percentage. Like if this person likes it, and this is the type of content they watch, and mm-hmm. then you watch that type of content. It's like how much would it match? It goes, in, yeah, it goes into like an a algorithm. match percentage. It's yeah. not really like a. Yeah, it goes into an algorithm, and the reason they did that was because of uh, Amy Schumer's special got panned. It was bad. Oh, it was bad. The yeah, other one. It was bad, but I will also say that there is a certain piling on that the internet does. No one likes Amy Schumer. That's oh, why. Oh yeah, exactly. Do you like Amy Schumer? No, not at all. I she's a she, dick. <laughs> <laughs> I think she. I don't think she's very funny at all. No. But um, what's like? How would you describe Amy Schumer's humor? Amy Schumer's humor. Um, <laughs> non existent. <laughs> jokes does she even make that's what i don't understand mostly sex jokes really yeah uh didn't she have that movie come out where it's trying to be like a body positivity movie or oh whatever? yeah that came out i didn't see that what was it called i heard oh. it wasn't very good yeah i forgot what that was called okay so like um the reason people didn't like it from uh the females <laughs> I've actually like shout out to, to my ladies in the back. So no, for hey. a, a lot of girls and like women on the internet, if you talk to them, they didn't like it because first of all, like people who are like, Wait, just but I have to cut you off. There's women on the internet. Yes, surprisingly, <laughs> we haven't taken them out yet after being such pricks. Yeah, I know. But a lot of them will tell you that like the one of the biggest issues with that movie, it's like, oh. A girl who just happens to be, like, slight... She's not... Amy Schumer isn't very big, first of all. Oh, yeah, she's... She just has, like, a bit of a beer beer pouch type thing Slightly, Slightly above the average weight. Yeah. Yeah, like, you know... She just has, like, a bit of, like, like beer belly chub to her. Yeah. That's how I would describe it. Yeah. And what they didn't like is, like, just because you happen to weigh more doesn't mean your whole life is pining after (laughs) dudes and looking pretty. It's a very, um... Shallow movie. It doesn't make yeah. a statement at yeah. all. It's like the movie equivalent of Insatiable. <laughs> <laughs> also, Debbie w- Ryan has no acting ability yeah. whatsoever. I was gonna say, did you ever watch Insatiable? No. Everyone I know who hate watches it, they say it's interesting because of how fucking it's like a it's like a vortex of shit. Uh, okay. It's like you can't. It's like a car crash. Nice. At least can't literally described away. it as a car crash. You literally can't look away because it's so bizarre. You ever um I think there's a pastor who fucks a man or something. I don't know. <laughs> there's some weird characters in that show. You ever um actually see a car crash in real life? Like not be in one, but like, like see it happen. I've drove past see what happened? Yeah, once. In front yeah. of my high school. Yeah. Because yeah. everyone crashes in front of your high school. Yeah, yeah. I was gonna say, I remember the first accident I ever saw happen, it was um like elementary or middle school. Yeah. Getting ready for a baseball game and we're in the parking lot. Uh look up and I just see a car slam into the back of another one. The front of the car just crumpled. In. <laughs> Luckily, everybody was okay, which yeah. is why I can like tell the story and not feel ba- that bad yeah. about it. But I remember just like looking at it and this again, like not being able to look away and just being like, "Do 
we like help them? Or <laughs> <laughs> do we just watch? It's like I don't know. I don't know the protocol for this one. Do we watch? Do we like move? Like <laughs> what I think is funny is after that crash, I saw dude, mm-hmm. the dude whose car got hit came out of it. I think it was the passenger. He comes out. And he's just like fuck. <laughs> <laughs> He was so angry, and I guess, like, if you're heading home from school, the last thing you want is some dude to rear oh, at you. completely, yeah, <laughs> completely. Yeah. Um, I remember, I like that guy. He was older than me. I was, like, a freshman or whatever. He was yeah. a senior. He told me something, and I think this speaks to, like, personally, like, I think one of the shittiest things present in any high school, mm-hmm. I think particularly, like, maybe Southern yeah. or any. So he was a soccer player, and he wouldn't play for the high school team because I think as a junior or something, or maybe even a sophomore, probably a junior, uh, UNCC sort of sort of like, hey, apparently UNCC has a really good soccer program. I can believe it. Did yeah. not know that. Yeah. But they were like, hey, you're really good, so we want you to sign this like sort of agreement where like you commit to the school, we reserve the mm, spot for yeah, you, yeah. but you can't play for anyone else. Yeah. So like you your can't high play school for high school, over. you can't play for a travel team. You know, essentially he can play. You play for us and like maybe the scrimmage team. Yeah. Or like some of our you, events. You come to our summer camps and all that. You and essentially you are and like, like essentially we have. Sp- prematurely signed you yeah, or something yeah. like that and he said of course he was like yeah fuck yeah mm-hmm. okay and like he quit the soccer team obviously yeah after that and like it was to the point where other teachers would like passive aggressively give him shit oh come for on. not playing for the school when like i would easily say fuck that first of all fuck like your high school is your high school but like if you're if a college comes calling and gives you a tender yeah as a future educator like a few, literally a future high school yeah. teacher. If I had, if I was teaching a student and he was like, uh, and he was like, you know, like, if you yeah. just asked him, yo, why aren't you playing for the team? And yeah. He said, and like, he was like, well, you know, like I got an offer from college and I'm like taking, like I'm taking a step back because I don't want to get hurt. I'd be like, yeah, that makes sense. That's an investment in your future. Good job. It's like, that's like what I'm supposed to do as a teacher. You're supposed like, to be help like, you. good job. Yeah. Way to, way to get, like, the, way to get the offer. <laughs> as a teacher, part of my job is to prepare you for the future and not make fun of you, you for like not a, playing in like high school. Fist bump. Yeah. It's like tight guy. Yeah. And like, I just was like, really? This dude's probably one of the best athletes, like, you probably mm-hmm. have at the school at the time if he's getting a college offer that early. Yeah. And you're giving him shit for not playing for you? What kind of shit is that? This is good stuff. Or, like, I never liked how our football team in high school was so mediocre. Oh, ours was Like, excellent. 500 football. I, I, during my four years of high school, we won three state championships. Okay, you guys are good. That's we were excellent. <laughs> no, my high school was, like, uh, 500 football. Okay. You know, what's, yeah. like, the NFL equivalent of that? Like, going 8-8. Eight and eight. What's oh, the, like the, the team What's that NFL equivalent? team that goes 8-8 eight and eight a lot? The Dolphins? Yeah, Dolphins. It's like Dolphins. Dolphins football, like pretty middle of the mediocre. Yeah. But they always got, too, the, yeah, they always say, got yeah. the most attention. Mm-hmm. Everyone gave the biggest shit about them. We were forced to go to these events and pep rallies. And I'm like, they're not even good. The best sports team at Providence was probably, probably any of the running stuff. So I think track and field was good. Cross country yeah. was good. The soccer team was pretty. The swimming team was probably the best, I think. Really? That's fun. North Carolina's a state apparently is pretty good at swimming in general. Well, you know, you just like in these backwoods, you just start just tossing the kids the when they're two years yeah. old into the pond. You're like, yeah. go entertain yourself. I mean, think about it. Like, I know he's a dick, but Ryan Lochte, yeah, yeah, is a product of a program here. I think NC State's got a good swim program. I don't so. think Ryan Lochte's a bad person. I think he's just a stupid one. Yeah, that's, that's fair. <laughs> no, but that's my point. Is like, I don't like how like I don't know if it's like this in the north, but like in the south, it's like if your football team sucks, it doesn't matter. It's still the biggest sport mm-hmm. your school has, and I don't think that's fair. Especially when, like, your band program or your arts program are way better yeah. achievement-wise, but no one gives a shit about 
high school football like nationwide is kind of a big thing. I know that um Pennsylvania is one of like the northern st- northern states that's bigger in, but it's not like an all encompassing like vortex. It's not like Friday it Night is. Lights. No, no, no. I was gonna say it's not like not like that. Like it is in Texas, where it's like it's a whole culture. Yeah. And where, you know why the, Friday Night Lights makes sense? Why? It's a tiny town in Texas. Like, oh, that's completely, literally yeah. all they have. Yeah. We're like we're we're based in fucking Charlotte. Like we don't need being I was about to say growing up like 45 minutes outside of Philadelphia and being in like a sub a suburban area that's like well developed. There is more things to do than like, you know, the football team. Yeah. You can like, you know, it's like, "Hey, you want to go to the football game?" Actually, not. Like, why don't we just like, you know, go out to dinner at this place let's go or play like cross, bro. Yeah, you know, like let's, let's go, go to the fields, play some lacrosse. Let's the quad and throw some ultimate, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> but yeah, no, I'm saying like there's more stuff to do. Meanwhile, these tiny towns in Texas where it's like, you know, 10 houses in the gas station it's like yeah like, let's spend a mil on that stadium exactly <laughs> Not yeah even a mil it's more than that yeah of course like why like why wouldn't you invest so much into your high school team that's all you got yeah yeah i, mean, I imagine uh pennsylvania's like that too yeah so you know pennsylvania no that's um central western va uh, where it's just like farmland and fields oh really yeah <laughs> pennsylvania pennsylvania yeah you know what i don't what i don't get is uh I'm, look, if you're a high school athlete, I think it's a very commendable thing because being an athlete and a student at the same time is always tough. Mm-hmm. But don't walk around thinking you're hot shit, even if you are. Like even if you're really good, because it's not going to serve yeah. you well in the long run. You know what I'm saying? I don't know if Zion were, and Zion seems like a nice person. I don't I'm think Zion. Say, Zion, but, Zion um, seemed like a pretty chill guy. Yeah, he talks about how he likes being the one to set up the big play. Yeah, he doesn't seem like a dick. Well, I was gonna say if Zion was gonna act cocky, I'd be like, yeah, go ahead. <laughs> like if I yeah, went like, to high I, school with him, you have right to be confident, but I yeah. feel like just being a dick because, like, you know, I think because as an athlete, it's so easy to lose everything. Like one bad break, like literally a bad break, can yeah. fuck you up. So, like, I feel like you should be, like, appreciative of the fact that, like, hey, I'm gifted at this thing. Let me actually, let me just, like, let your, like, success speak for how, like, good you are. You know yeah. what I'm saying? No one, you know why no one probably talks shit to Zion to his face? Because he's good. Even Duke losing in the tournament, Zion still shot, like, 60% from the field. They only lost because RJ Barrett can't hit free throws. I, I guarantee whoever runs the UNC Barstool account. Like talks all this crap about Zion, and then like if he ever mean, were to meet him, bro, Zion is like, built like a League of Legends like fucking ogre. Thing. Like, <laughs> he's fucking huge. I was gonna say his if arm he, is ridiculous. If he ever met him, uh, he'd be like, "Oh my gosh, you're awesome, Zion." UNC's fan, like you can look RJ Barrett. I think is a shot chucker. Whatever. Yeah, yeah. You can hate on it. It's really hard. Is you even if you're a UNC fan, you literally cannot deny how good he was. Mm-hmm. And not to say, look. Uh, UNC has good players on the team, especially draft prospects. Was like yeah, two, yeah. But Zion was by far like I think the best player in the ACC. He was the best player in college. Yeah, he's the <laughs> like, best college player. The only one who might have a case because he played well in the championship is that one dude on Virginia, Hunter or something like that. Hunter. Oh yeah, yeah. DeAndre yeah. Hunter. Maybe? Yeah, yeah. He played well though. So but he, Zion's better still. Yeah. Hunter could be a very good player, but Hunter's know. like a three and D. I think that's what they got him pegged as yeah, in the yeah. draft. But like I'm saying, like if you're an athlete. I think the best athletes are the ones like you know the thing like you know why people you know why no one really hates Giannis sweetheart he's not a dick he's a sweetheart also he clearly he only cares about basketball he (laughs) rejected being in Space Jam too did he really yeah he said I don't want to do it because he said it would require me no because the way so LeBron's having a basketball court thing built on the set of Space Jam so people can still train and stuff oh okay and he said Giannis has said before that I don't like training with people who aren't on my team because I don't want you to see my moves. He only mm, trains with other bucks. I like that. So yeah, he said, I, like I wouldn't that. do Space Jam because it would take me out of my routine, and I don't want to train with other people because then they could figure out what I'm bad at or they could find my weaknesses. Do we know who's in Space Jam 2? 
I know LeBron is. I heard they're having trouble because so Space Jam, the original one, right? The yeah. Jordan shoe brand was a big selling point. Yeah, the Space yeah. Space Jam shoes. So it's essentially like a Nike Jordan type movie. The only athletes they can really get are like the Nike Jordan ones because if you try and get an athlete from another company, there's going to be some beef on having the shoes being shown in the movie. So getting Curry could be hard. Joel could be hard. So wait, who's on the Nike Jordan? Like type? Uh, that are significant: Kyrie, Paul George, Kevin Durant, and we Carmelo, know Kyrie's not Chris doing the movie. Paul, Kawhi. Yeah, I'm, mis- I'm probably missing one or two. Westbrook. Mm-hmm. I think that's most of them. Giannis is on Nike too. You just said no. Yeah. So like, I don't know who they would get. Um, even though Kyrie does act now, I mean, he's starting his. He own apologized movie. to LeBron. I think he would be willing to. I, yeah. Yeah, especially I, if Boston loses in the yeah true, I <laughs> which we will. But, um, Did you hear about Marcus Smart? Not what happened. Is he hurt? He's gone for three weeks. He tore something like right here. Oh. And you know he's a tough guy, right? Yeah, dude, he looked. It was he looked like he wanted to hurl. Like it looked painful. I you see. They I said he'll if they win the first round, he'll probably come back. Okay, he'll be good, right back good. for round two, but. You see, I, I didn't watch, like, the last few games of the season because... no one does. Well, yeah, as I say, like, I knew that they were going to get the four seed, and, like, that was pretty much After beating so. Indiana twice, which yeah, was pretty yeah. promising. Yeah. I knew they were going to get the four seed. They weren't going to go and get the three. Yeah. And baseball season just started, so I've been watching the Mets. Yeah. So. And I bet a bunch of people are going to be like, you watched the MLB over the NBA? Yeah. At the end of the year, the NBA is pretty boring. It's like a playoff shuffle. If you exactly, if you're a fan of certain teams, it's interesting. But Mm -hmm. if you're like just like generally, like if you're like me, I like the Bulls. They've been out of the playoffs since fucking January, so I haven't given a shit. If you're a fan of a team that's competing for the seven, eight seed type thing, yeah, that's a big deal. The end of the season is gonna be very exciting. Yeah, but if you're a fan of like the Bucks or the Raptors or the Warriors, you knew you knew that you were gonna be in the playoffs in like May. In May, it's May. I, I misspoke. You mean like I meant, early in the I year. meant early March. It's like early March, you're like, okay, we locked it in. Maybe. I misspoke. I'm sorry. Yeah, no, but no, to get back to the like Space Jam thing. Yeah. Um. Well, no, yeah, like I like athletes like him just because like they're all about the business. Mm-hmm. Like they were like, why? Because you know how like now like especially in the NBA, it's a big thing. In the yeah. NFL, it's sort of like the like coming into the arena your outfit yeah like the runway he said he doesn't give a shit about that he says he just wears nike like sweatsuits because he doesn't really <laughs> want to get distracted oh he's such a what, what a man also he, this is crazy he he has a routine yeah. where he'll sit in like the locker room for a bit just kind of thinking and then he'll walk to the training room he'll go up to the trainer and be like i need my hot sauce because that's what he calls icy hot <laughs> then he rubs it on his knees and then he leaves so like in the article they said he came Ladies in the Ladies and gentlemen, this is your MVP. He walked in the locker that the training room and he didn't say anything and the trainer yeah. was like, You don't have anything to say to me? And he was like, Oh yeah. And then he walked back out of the room and then walked back in and said, Where's my hot sauce? That's amazing. I love the that. routine is so sad. <laughs> you know how when a Jadakiss perf- not Jadakiss, Jadakiss is good. Ja Rule yeah. performed at the Bucks halftime show. Oh, Are was- you ready? And Giannis came out during the show. Yeah. It's because Giannis has a set routine and he said, I don't care that there's a halftime show. I need to get my shots <laughs> up before the second half. It was also because it was Ja Rule. <laughs> he was like, Yeah, whatever. It's Ja Rule trying to be like, you know, Are you ready? I might get implicated in fire and go to prison. <laughs> Yeah, apparently uh, he has a custom bed. Uh, who, Ja Rule? Giannis. Oh, Giannis. Ja. Oh, I saw that. Yeah, it's like it, you could fit like three people in it. <laughs> yeah. Nice Giannis. Nice. nice. <laughs> and then, um, apparently he's a huge nap guy. 
Oh, I believe it. He yeah. takes naps. Um, what else did I learn about him in that article? I, I gotta say, a person with a body that big, you have to be a nap guy. Yeah. Because like, you, there's no way your body is just gonna power off <laughs> like a good night's sleep. Yeah. And then um, he said during the summer, he said he takes it easy, and then his friends are like, "Yeah, he goes from 100 percent to 90." Like taking it easy <laughs> for him isn't. But yeah, in general, I just feel like if you're an athlete, like no matter how young you are, uh, it it never hurts just being like a a true competitor yeah because you'll have like i'm not saying you can't be yourself mm -hmm. but like, just be like a, like a, a cool like people always like the cool ones like the ones who are like you're like you're like damn he just cares about fucking people up on the field i fuck with that yeah kind of like um i was to say football equivalents a little bit like baker now where he's like this cool guy and everything but baker's like, so unabashedly himself i don't think yeah. he's a dick personally oh no i don't think except so. to hugh jackson <laughs> yes except, except to hugh, hugh jackson I hope yeah. I hope one day they can I get over Saquon's that. I think Saquon's like that too. Oh, Saquon! Completely. He's just about the game. Yeah. I used to think Aaron Rodgers was like that when I was yeah, younger. No, no, he's a. There's gonna be a sports beef on that. Oh, there will be. Also, did you hear that one Steelers guy come out and call Ben a racist? Oh yeah, and then yeah. The other Steelers players were like, "What the fuck are you talking?" That was amazing. About? I love that. <laughs> was, shout out to Marquise Pouncey and Ramon Foster. Yeah. Who literally put out a, a, like a, he, they sent a memo to every Steelers player saying, "If you have an issue." Just come to us. We all play on the same team. Mm -hmm. We will give you that guy's phone number, and you can talk to him. No, no, because the Steelers have the best drama, and I want it all in the open. Also, okay, you know what? We've been all over the place to start. This is just banter. We'll yeah. get into, like, our topics soon. But mm -hmm. I guess this could be maybe our first kind of concrete mm -hmm. discussion. What the fuck is Antonio Brown doing to, with Juju Smith-Schuster? <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck was that? Dude, Antonio Brown has lost his mind. Like, he's it's on just, cocaine. It's, it's he a, literally he, had a blonde mustache <laughs> and blue and white dreads. He's dude, on coke. Dude, A.V. is like... <laughs> he used to be, seem like a pretty cool guy. Everyone said that. Everyone said when he first got drafted, the like, sixth-round pick, yeah. he was like a... a, like a cool, a, competitor. Like, Hard-working, yeah. impressive, blue-chip... like Not blue-chip, but chip on his shoulder. Dude, money changes people. That's what everyone's saying. Money changes like, people. The, like, everyone says, like if you correlate the success you started to see with Ben once they got rid of Mike Wallace, mm -hmm. which also, just saying... The Steelers' history, everyone's like, the Steelers always lose star receivers. Also, the star receivers stop being stars once they leave the Steelers. That's true. So, Raiders San Antonio Holmes, yeah. Mike Wallace. Mike Wallace disappeared. That, that, Mike Wallace is the crazy one, too, because it's not like he was old or anything. He was fast as fuck. Yeah, San Antonio was at least, like, you know, in the latter years of his career. And he won a career. Super Bowl also yeah, or yeah. whatever. Mike Wallace, like, it was just like, he went to my, was it Miami It's first? Miami, and he just yeah. disappeared. I, I didn't know if it was right to Miami, but I Where know he, he went to go? Miami, and he's just gone. He went to the Vikings after that, because I remember being a Miami, like, being Giants, Miami, and Browns, three teams I like. I remember when Miami got Mike Wallace, and how hyped I was, and then he just was like, did nothing. Because he's just fast. Yeah. You realize how flawed some of them are. The reason Brown might have it better is I think he's more technically oh, yeah, definitely. sound than definitely. Mike Wallace. I think Mike Wallace was better from a good system that made use of how fucking fast he was. Yeah. Which, he was a fast man. Oh, he is very fast. Martavis Bryan sucked when he left, too. Uh, he yeah. Cut from the Raiders. <laughs> well, yeah, though what happened was he got indefinitely suspended, then cut. Yeah. I feel bad for Martavis, though. Yeah. I'm, uh... I will say Martavis tweeted that when he's when everyone was saying that Juju's the Martavis replacement, yeah, he knew he was the Antonio Brown replacement, and he was right. Dang! But now go ahead for it. the people. Go ahead and explain what the fuck has been going on between these two people. Yeah. So, like Juju, uh, well, okay, Antonio Brown tweeted uh, something about Juju. Basically, a fan replied to one of Antonio Brown's tweets saying. 
Um, Juju was like essentially like Juju was voted team MVP, and, and he then was just salty that Juju essentially had started eating up catches and stuff like that. Yeah, he did lead the team in receptions last year. And then AP responded, which by the way, it's a little sidetrack here. Juju Smith, Juju Smith is literally like the most beloved player in the NFL. He's so wholesome. Everybody loves Juju. What's wrong with him? Name one negative exactly. thing about him as a human being. Within the past few months, AP has turned himself into the biggest villain in the NFL. The NFL has become the WWE. Oh, it is. Yeah, I can't wait. Antonio Brown's like John Cena when he's a heel. <laughs> and Juju Smith is like the rock when everyone just loves him. Do you smell what Juju was cooking? <laughs> yeah, no, Juju's like what? He's like 22, but he's got the same yeah. sensibilities as like a child. Yeah, exactly. He loves Dragon Ball Z. Mm-hmm. He has a YouTube channel, and he gives away shit like all the time. And he does Fortnite dances. He and used like... to ride a bike to games. Yeah. It was a meme his rookie year that his bike got stolen. Yeah, his bike got stolen, and then somehow they got it back. he doesn't own a car. I don't even yeah. he I don't know. He could drive, does. I think. He didn't Is have it? his license or something. Him and ASAP Rocky. Yeah. <laughs> but, but uh, um, he might have a car now. But my point is, like, he's like a very easy to like guy. Like, I get if you find him kind of annoying because he's a bit childish. In yeah, the sense yeah. He's like he's got like kiddish exuberance. I, I can see the old heads not like. Yeah, because he's like you know? a kid. Yeah. He just has fun. Yeah, they like you need to work hard. You know what? Which uh, he does. He Elisa does. told me he was like he like said something like, "Guys, I work out. I just don't post it." Because <laughs> everyone was like, "When do you work out?" He's like. I do work out. I just I don't want to post. Day. I, like, so I just think it'd be kind of boring because, like, I thought it was assumed that as an athlete, <laughs> I work out. Okay, look at Juju. Tell me that man ain't working out. That man is cut, okay? Yeah, he, he's also, huge. he's pretty fast. He's very fast, yeah. But, yeah, so. Anyway, he's a very beloved young NFL yeah. player for the Pittsburgh Steelers. <laughs> so, A.V. said, uh, he was like, Juju ain't no MVP. He, he, fumbled. he fumbled He fumbled away the playoff chance, which, by the way, That's yes. That's only fumble of his career, yeah, by the way. Yes, he fumbled in the key situation there against the Saints, but also, you guys didn't beat the Raiders. <laughs> you lost to the Raiders. And the Broncos. And the Broncos. And there's, like, honestly, they lost to the Ravens the first time when I yeah, feel like the yeah. Ravens weren't that good. Tied the Browns. Yeah. Like, there's just okay, so actually, many. Chris Boswell lost them the Raiders game. Oh, no, I understand. The... Yeah, but I'm but okay. With a team with the talent they had, it shouldn't come down to they're the like goal. A, they're like a... I, they remind me of the Celtics. Yeah. They played down to their competition. Oh, Because the Celtics were supposed to be the one seed, and now they're the four. And the Celtics would very well go and just, like, win the entire thing. Like, if they really played like a team. Yeah, exactly. Which is the problem. The Steelers don't even play like a team. No, yeah. The Steelers play, like, a bunch of very talented players around the field, but not together. It's like team. if you've ever been in a class, and you've had a group assignment, and you're with all the smart people, and no yeah. one gets anything done because you're all kind of butting heads over what to do because everyone's like... Yeah, you got, um, you got like, you know, the AB in the group, the hothead, Juju, the one that just kind of want, wants to, like, have fun and get, like, get the work done, but the have some like, fun doing good, it. Yeah. And then uh, Big Ben, the one that probably got away with some crimes. But was also very successful. <laughs> was also very successful, in despite of probably getting away with some bad crimes. But he's now a reformed Christian. Sure. <laughs> he seems way more wholesome now. Yeah, but also that's... No, not really. Like, now. No, nah, he's still kind of a bad dude, in my I opinion. I don't think he's a great guy. Yeah, no, I, I was going to say... Think, like, at least he did some image rehab. He did do image rehab by... He got um, married. Yeah, I was going to say... like, four kids. Getting married and having children. Yeah. <laughs> that well, was Philip some good Rivers image rehab. Eight, so he's chilling. Oh, Philip Rivers, Philip Rivers is an eight angel. Or nine. nine now. <laughs> yeah, because I remember I said he had nine, then the next day they announced he was pregnant with his ninth, and I was like, I guess I was... He a- was pregnant with his ninth? <laughs> his wife was pregnant with his ninth, and I was like, oh, great, okay. Well, I guess uh, I was right. Anyway, yeah, no, so, like... But, yeah, so... Also, that fumble, like, I watched it, like... It's a tough play. There was, like, three guys on yeah. him, and also... 
I think someone did the math. His fumble rate is really low because that's his only fumble in two years yeah, of being yeah. like a pretty commonly used player. If he has a hundred receptions in his career, he has a one percent fumble rate. Yeah, <laughs> like, think about that. Like as you know, football like st- like stats and like kind of yeah. it's pretty impressive. Like for someone who caught the ball as much as he did last year, yeah, his fumble rate was so low. And I was about to say he also has definitely more than a hundred catches. I'm just saying he has like, like two hundred. Yeah, I'm saying if he had that, yeah, and not trying to be mean to Antonio Brown. Antonio Brown's fumble rate is higher within oh, yeah, that yeah. period of if yeah. you like. But anyway, point is he's made fun of Juju fumbling it because I think he yeah. even had the clip of it or he said yeah. something. And then Juju comes back and he's just like, dude, I only showed you love and like you know, I looked up. I to looked you. up to you, and I can't believe you're gonna say I this. I asked you for way. advice. I respect yeah. you. And then Antonio Brown tweeted, "Keep your emotions off the internet." And then Juju retweeted. Juju just tweeted the same thing. Keep your emotions off the internet. Antonio Brown's the last person to say that. <laughs> that was the most amazing thing I've ever As seen. As someone who has uh, keep your emotions off the internet, the Juju. Like, yeah, keep your emotions off. He literally like SpongeBob memed him, yeah. you know, like keep your emotions <laughs> off the internet. I'm flapping my wings in the booth, okay? Yeah. You can't see it. Aiden has wings, by the way. Yes, I'm flapping my wings. No, no, but don't you get what I, you get what I'm saying though, right? Yeah. Like it's like he's known for putting his dirty laundry on the internet. Oh yeah, it's what he does best. So how <laughs> the hell are you gonna tell? Dude, I And then no, let's talk about the Instagram DM. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That's it. That was that was, that was so after funny. the whole in the keep your emotions part. Yeah. So like I AB Maeve tweeted one other thing, but like whatever, it was irrelevant mostly. And then he posted this Instagram DM back when Juju was still a player at UC USC, so yeah. Southern California. He was like yes. eight, nineteen, twenty year old kid. May, not maybe not even could have been eighteen. You know, just like got just signed. like just got into college, whatever. He's like a rookie receiver, freshman. Yeah. And yeah. what did what did did you read what Juju was saying? Yeah, he was like, "Hey man, like I'm I'm a young receiver. I just kind of want to like learn a little bit more about the game, like whatever." Yeah, and you're and really like, good, and I look up to you. Yeah. Do you have any tips for a young like, receiver trying to make his way in college? I think you're a great role model on off the field. Because let me point out, this is back before Antonio Brown really like got the money, and like back before he, he was started, his like, star was on the rise. Yeah, right? he was on the rise, but he wasn't at the point where like he was like this media like. Okay, he became what the media said he was, basically. Like, he wasn't that, and then now he is, you know? He's like the, you know how you know you're like, you know how you know the money got to you, or like, you know you're like. You, you dye your mustache yellow. Yeah, but also <laughs> like, if you are a constant topic on ESPN First Take, yeah, like, there's always an Antonio Brown segment. Mm-hmm. That means you've done something. I wonder what I wonder what's Odell stuff. is always a first take topic too during the NFL okay, but season. Odell is not a problem though. Yeah, everyone's like Antonio Brown's what people say Odell is off the field. Yeah, but, but Odell has Odell has never He's had done, like, any like issues. a couple things, but okay, I don't yeah, think yeah. they're a big deal. I think yeah. people just like to hate him. Yeah, exactly. But oh, and the thing about Odell too, the worst is, thing Odell did was go to Miami. Yeah, but even that, I was like, eh. I didn't, it didn't bother me. They played. Or that people the next like week, thinking but. that he was snorting cocaine with women when like all they were like there was white, and I was like, how the fuck? That it could have been cocaine. We don't know. <laughs> yeah, but I'm saying like we're just making trans. You know. Do you know what Kettleman said about that video? What? So to give you all context, like Vasan was saying, there was a, a video that leaked of Odell in bed with two girls, probably had just slept with both of them because he was in his underwear. Uh, Which fine, man. Go had, ahead. Had rather. Why do you care if he's yeah. fucking? Had rather a cigarette or a blunt in his hand. Not sure which one. And like there a was cigar or a cigarette. Like cigarette looking. So if I, there's no like, it's pretty. I mean, for me personally, I thought it was a blunt because I it, thought you it could was tell. probably a blunt. Yeah. He doesn't um, like the type to smoke a, a pizza. And, like there was a, a pizza. pizza. <laughs> there was a pizza, which is important to the story. And uh, there was a there was this one girl that was like cutting something up and uh, like get like for, to like snort. 
And then Gettleman, the Giants GM, a.k.a. the man that might get chased out of New York very quickly, yeah, um, just said, I only saw pizza. Which is an amazing media answer. I only saw pizza. <laughs> they asked him, like, well, about, what do you think about the Odell video? My point is, like, just because someone else is snorting cocaine doesn't mean you are snorting cocaine. Yeah, yeah true. Could have been just the girl, and he was just like, whoa, hey, whoa. He probably, little, or maybe he knows little, better than doing that. Yeah, he's like, just want a little green, okay. And may I also say, Lawrence Taylor is possibly the greatest giant of all time. Fueled his whole career on cocaine. Is he even alive still? Uh, Yeah, yeah. I'm surprised the cocaine hasn't got to him yet. Dude, cocaine makes you live forever. What can I say? <laughs> so, in in short, cocaine makes you better at football, and everybody should do it. And yes. And yes. anyway, but we get back yeah. to that point. Antonio Brown is essentially, like, at the time that that Instagram DM was sent, Antonio Brown hadn't become the, me- no. the media monster that he is today. Yes. And so, it was like, dude, if Juju was doing what, like, like, a very wholesome, like, hey, I'm a young receiver in college. I really respect you. Can you give me advice? Mm-hmm. And then Antonio Brown was like, never for the captain was he like, posted it he just posted like mike mike dropped and it was like okay so you've just proven what juju if anything it supports what juju said where juju said yeah. i respected you and thought you were exactly a really good yeah because it's not like juju tweeted out like i've never had respect for you or anything he like yeah. literally was just like I, i'm hurt he basically i'm said. hurt because i do respect you yeah exactly and then uh, he just furthered it by being like look Everyone how much was- he respects me <laughs> <laughs> look how much he loved me <laughs> look how much he loves me <laughs> At the same time, Le'Veon Bell posted a very wholesome text message from James Conner. Really? I didn't see You that. didn't see this? No, I didn't. So, at the same time, Le'Veon Bell was like, hey, with all this drama going on, I just wanted to post this because this hit me Aww. different, bro. Aww. And it was James Conner essentially congratulating him on his Jets contract. Aw, that's so sweet. And I was like, wow, imagine looking up to someone and having them respect each other. Yeah, yeah. Hold on, I'll look it up for I'll you. say this about Le'Veon. He's kind of an idiot, but also <laughs> I think- He weed. Oh, yeah, yeah. He's kind of an idiot, but I also think he's a much better person than um, AB, you know? I think he's just a little dumb. Yeah. Like, I mean, like, do I like the fact that he sat out of the season? I've got some mixed feelings about it. I get wanting to, like, secure your future. But also, he was on a team. It's uh, it's a little bit it's a little bit different than the high school. Up. Uh, oh there's an ad playing God. on the website. Stop. Geico, stop. I hate you 24-7 sports. I was going to say, th- like, Le'Veon's situation was a little different than the high school one where, like, he kind of had an obligation, in my opinion, to play for them, you know? Yeah. However, the high schooler has no obligation to pay for, play for your high school team. There's no financial obligation. Exactly, yeah. The, in no offense, like, to, to even, all the high school and co- even college teams, players are essentially using you to as a stepping stone yeah, for yeah. the next part of and their career. You have career. to understand that, yeah. Yeah, a high school athlete is using the high school athletics department as an opportunity to not only get to play a sport they probably like, but to also further their recruiting portfolio or whatever. Yeah. Same. But um, I, what I was saying was... Um, Le'Veon, I get. I do. Text. Yeah. So Levy, I was just gonna say real quick. Yeah. Like, Le'Veon's situation is a little different. Where like, I don't like the idea of like you know him sitting out of the season because teams budget money for him to get play, and then like that money. Just and everyone likes goes to say nowhere. like slaves or whatever. You're not a slave if you're getting paid like twelve, fourteen million. Oh, he would have been making like a ton of money. He would make more because it was the yeah. franchise tag. He would have been made more of that because it would have been like the second time he was tagged. Yeah, no offense. Like I'm not. I get. But like, I also, I also understand. Like it's sitting his, out and like it's a business decision. Yeah, Fine. I get. That, I get. Yeah. It's a business decision, but no offense. It's using slavery is a very that's a heavy topic to bring it, up. Yeah, a, it, I don't think it's fair because you are. It's not like they're not paying you. Yeah, they're paying you a lot. But anyway, this is the James Conner. This is what James Conner yeah. said. Can you follow, can you click on it just to bring it up because I think there's a little more. So, okay, so Le'Veon tweeted. 
What's up, bro? Well, Le'Veon tweeted. Yeah. Le'Veon tweeted, I usually don't post private conversations, but this text just hit me so differently. I love you, to use, to death, bro, at James Conner. He said, so James Conner texted him, what's up, bro? Just reaching out. Social media got dudes acting crazy. It got me thinking you was always a real one. Never talked bad about nobody and was always solid. I appreciate that. Congrats on the new deal. You weathered the storm and came out stronger. Prayer emoji, prayer emoji. Like you all, like you always say, all positive vibes. Do you think, Brody? Flame emoji, hundred emoji. It's very friendly. That's so sweet. It's so bro. That's, that's so nice. Yeah. Also, yeah, he's Which right also, though. Did I, Bell, I don't think he really did trash any of his Pittsburgh no, teammates. No, no. Did him and Antonio Brown have issues though? I probably, feel like there was. There, but he they, never really said anything about bed. May I also point out, Le'Veon has a thousand unread messages. A thousand twenty-one. Yeah. To be fair, he probably gets hit up all the oh, time. Oh, definitely. By yeah. randos who find his number. Oh, yeah, definitely. Because, you know, numbers get around. But, uh, I like how, like, because, uh, like, the only people I think he had issues with were, like, some of the fans and, like, maybe the organization. But it was never, like, the Which other both players. Is un- both is understandable. Yeah, but it yeah. was never the players. Yeah, I agree. I don't think he ever said much about Ben either. Yeah. To be fair, when he played with Ben, they used him a lot. It wasn't like they Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. He had it, a huge role in the offense. He was the passing, running. Mm-hmm. He left. What James Conner has is a running, running back. Yeah. He can make up for what Le'Veon Bell had. But as mm-hmm. far as, like, a catching running back. James is. Conner is good on, with, like, on, in the passing really game, but short routes, not like yeah. you could send Le'Veon Bell on oh, wide receiver. You could, routes. yeah, Le- Le'Veon could do everything on the field. You know what? They kind of have. It's kind of like if you took Jalen Samuels and yeah. James Conner and made them into one player. Exactly, it'd probably yeah. be kind of what Le'Veon Bell is. Also, Elisa, who is a Steelers fan, told me like like James Conner was as like a power runner. Yeah, completely. she said Le'Veon Bell was always one of those like he would kind of go oh, slow, yeah. find a hole, and he'd pop through it. Which is why I'm a little concerned for him on the Jets next year because the Jets don't have a good O line. The Steelers and do. Historically, Steelers historically have an amazing O line. They always have. Um, Le'Veon running behind an O line that's not good is a first time. Thing in those ugly ass jerseys. Oh, in those terrible oh, <laughs> high thing. school yeah. jerseys. God, this um, has just become an NFL podcast. It has, Fuck yeah. you, Mead. PFT, well, I mean, I mean, come eat my dick. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, if the AAF is just going to go and die like that, I might as well make forty-five it players. Win. Yeah, forty-five players have been signed it's from good. the AAF to the NFL, which I'm real. I mean, will all of them make teams? No, they'll get cut, practice squad, yada, yada. Yeah. But I want to give a shout-out to Luis Perez, my favorite player in the AAF, getting signed to the Eagles. Yeah, I saw that. Mixed I feelings. Cause, I know. think you said he was going to the Eagles. I think somehow yeah. you were like, they could use him. Oh, well. Also, where'd Nick Foles go? Foles is on. Oh, you not hear about this? Got where'd signed he? to Jacksonville. He's Jacksonville, right? Yeah, he, got, he signed like a big deal with Jacksonville. He's going to be their starter? Four years, yeah. I hope they get playoff fours. Four more years. He's not bad. Four. I don't know why he was bad and good at the same time. I don't understand it. Um, I'll tell you. He had Jeff Fisher as a coach in St. Louis. Oh, no. Yeah, he did. Why did they get rid of him in Philly um, the first time? Chip Kelly's an idiot. All right, Chip okay, Kelly well, coached that offense into be, the ground. Yeah, okay, to be fair. So, he came off an off season where he didn't play great. He played okay. Was this the season he threw seven touchdowns at a game, or was that the season before? That was the season before. That, that, that was a he fantastic played, he played, game. Yeah, he played a phenomenal season. Like seven touchdowns at a game? Dog, yeah. Jesus Christ. That but, was great. Yeah, Foles had clearly regressed. Under the tutelage, in quotes, yeah. very big quotes of Chip Kelly. Yeah, and it was clear that like he didn't really look like, something else. Don't fit the it. system anymore. So he went went out and got Sam Bradford, you know, mobile quarterback Sam Bradford. (laughs) Um, And he, um, 
That was it. Yeah, he got Sam Bradford, and then Bradford was terrible in Philadelphia. Okay, he wasn't terrible. He was very mediocre in Philadelphia, and Nick Foles was bad in St. Louis. And then he got cut, um, replaced by Case Keenum, who got replaced by Jared Goff. But yeah, he got cut, went to the Chiefs to be a backup for two years, I think, and then uh, started a few games, did okay, because Alex Smith occasionally got an injury or whatever. Yeah. Then came back to Philadelphia and won the Super Bowl. Yeah, I think path. he has a book out, and I heard it's a very like interesting. Like he thought of quitting. I oh yeah, yeah. After Jeff Fisher almost made him quit football. Yeah, he was going to retire, as most people would probably. Yes. Surprised Todd Gurley didn't retire. I was about to say, <laughs> Todd Gurley. Do you remember uh, when how bad he was in his second year under Jeff Fisher? Yeah. Everyone's like, oh, he regressed, and then he <laughs> saved with Nick Foles. <laughs> um, No, like, uh, what what was I saying? Can we start, like, a GoFundMe to, like, pay, like, reparations to anyone who has played for (laughs) Jeff Fisher? (laughs) I'm down for that one. Um, God, he sucked. Yeah, oh, Jeff Fisher. Jeff Fisher used to be a good coach. He used to be an average coach. No, he he brought a team to the Super Bowl. Which team? Titans. What? Yeah, do you not know about this? I heard he was okay as a Titans coach. Yeah, they, they were a playoff team a couple years in a row. Except he also is not a great players coach. He's um, a bit of a dick. Not necessarily. In the sense, it's more like he kind of like wants like th- want things to run his way and didn't That's what like I mean. Like the he's players. very like stubborn. Yeah, I wouldn't say he's a bad guy. He he was on pardon my take, and he seems like a sweetheart, honestly. But when he was younger, he had Vince Young as his quarterback, and Vince Dude. was kind of a hothead. So like they didn't click. And not good. He was good for a few years. He won Rookie of the Year. He was never really what he was supposed to oh, be. Oh, yeah, yeah, never. But he used to be. Like, his first he started few, out okay. Two, and then three years uh, were good, and then just kind of faded. Gained a lot of weight. Yeah, he did later on. He's, he works somewhere now. Does he really? I think I in know. Texas he does some stuff for them because that's yeah. where he played college football. Yeah, makes sense. I mean, he was one of the greatest college players of all time. So Speaking of college, yeah, oh. I'm sorry for the lugcat talk, but – me and Aiden haven't really talked about this, so I think with people taking plea deals, it's time to talk about that admission scandal. Oh, yeah, this is fun. And specifically, <laughs> how Lori, how do you say that last name? Lori Lachlan. How Lori Lachlan. Aunt, even, I'll refer to her as Aunt Becky. No, I won't because I never watched Full House. How Lori Lachlan is very concerned. She hasn't taken her plea deal because, first of all, she's guilty. All oh, yeah, completely. 15 of them, I think, have pleaded guilty. Yeah. Or most yeah. of them, or whatever. Which is, Lori Lachlan, very dumb. Very dumb of her not to take the plea, the plea deal. She said she's reluctant. And would you like to read the reason? She's very concerned what a guilty plea would do to her daughters. You know, Trevor Noah had a great joke about this, where he said... That's cool, because Trevor kid, Noah doesn't usually have great jokes. Yeah, Boom. he's a mixed bag, honestly. Got him. <laughs> I think he's a lot funnier in stand-up than he is on that show. Yeah, well, The Daily Show's writers. I was about to say, that's not really him. It's not yeah. just him. Yeah, but, but you were saying. He yeah. had a joke where he was like, if you're a kid, this is the shittiest way to find out your parents think you're stupid. <laughs> <laughs> that's true. Yeah, no. Nah, um, Imagine being like one of their kids, right? Because now you don't think you deserve anything. Yeah. It's, like, it's like if someone says, oh, I think you're attractive, let's date. You're like, oh, my dad must have paid you. <laughs> Like, I believe I believe it. I believe it. But, okay, first of all, we're both college students, and when I saw this, it pissed me off. It didn't make me so mad. It only, just pissed o- me off. Only because I knew this was happening. Like, I knew, Everyone this, was knew happening. this was happening. You know what did piss me off? Yeah. It wasn't the fact that this happened. It was the one bitch. Mm-hmm. She's a bitch. Because she said- Oh, her daughter? Yeah. Lori Lachlan's like, daughter, yeah. I'm only in school for, like, the partying and stuff. I'm not really into <laughs> football tailgates. Yeah, so her daughter, like, has, like, a YouTube channel. She's, I don't like, know an she, Instagram like, model influencer yeah, type. Yeah. I don't know if she, like, constantly posts on it or whatever, 
but uh, she, she posted knows. on there. At least she, on Instagram, I think she posted a lot. Gotcha, yeah. There's a lot of sponsorships. She posted a YouTube video when she was, like, first entering college, and she was like, I really don't know how much I'm going to go to class and everything. And she's like, but, you know, I'm happy I'm going to college. because like, you know, parties and game day and all that. And then she just goes, I really don't care about school. You guys know that. And it's like. The irony is just like. And, it, it's and like, the reason oh. it's annoying, right, is, like, think about how many of the people listening, mm-hmm. us, you work really hard to get into a school that you want to. Yeah. Because, like, as I had a, I didn't like him because he was, like, an annoying military general baseball coach teaching science. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But he would always be like, do you want to go to the school you want to go to or the school you have to go to? Mm, yeah. So yeah. you work hard to be able to kind of choose where you go. Yeah, because, like, like, for me, I wanted to go to um, Yale, but then I had to go to NC State. <laughs> I'm kidding. I wanted to go to NC State. But, like, but... you know what I mean? Like, instead of having to go to a school that, honestly, I'm not trying to make fun of any schools, but, like, maybe having to go to, like, a lower-level school. Yeah, yeah. Like a local university, something yeah, like that. That's it... not that prestigious or whatever. Yeah. yeah. People work really hard to get here, and there's a lot of loads and money and stuff. Mm-hmm. And then for this bitch to be like, I'm here for the partying. Yeah. Bro, just be, don't even go to school. Just show up at a frat party. Yeah. You're, you're she's famous. She's attractive you can do it. anyway. You're I don't fam- think she is, but she's like conventionally attractive anyway. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, well, I was going to say though. Jesus um, Christ. How do you have that much ignorance? I kind of want to go into another conversation about that though, where I think um, prestige behind universities is the dumbest thing. Oh, yeah. If, if you go to a college, you're going to get a good education. For like. Hey! Unless you go to some of those fuck, like go to Trump University and all that. Okay, though. okay, yeah. With there are exceptions, of course. Even like not, I don't know if Devry in particular, but some of those schools have also had some questionable. Yeah, yeah. But I mean, like, like you know, a typical university. There's even like schools like ECU, which us at NC State we like to we like to take the piss out of. I them. think everyone likes to take the piss out of ECU. Yeah, exactly. But they're not a bad school. Yeah, it's good like nursing program. Exactly. You good can, doctor med schools there is pretty good. There are good aspects of that college. It's just like you the know, the rep is the rep is very poor. STD and partying. Exactly. Which also, she won't listen to this, so I just yeah, want to yeah. put this out there. Yeah. Fuck you, Caitlin. <laughs> Continue. <laughs> Uh, our listeners have no context for that. <laughs> One listener, I don't think she listens to it much anymore. Yeah, Marissa, Marissa, this is for you, Caitlin. Go fuck yourself. <laughs> See me in the seven oh four, you dig? <laughs> the rest of our listeners are completely confused. It's right okay, now. kids. Something yeah. you'll understand when you're older. Yeah, yeah. Continue. Um, yeah, no, but my opinion, like you know, it's even like, App State, yeah, considered like a hippie school, really yeah, good for still, journalism, exactly. And stuff yeah, like that. Yeah. There are certain schools that are very good at certain things, and. I, I hate the prestige. It's I didn't apply to any Ivies. First, first of all, because I wouldn't have gotten in. <laughs> I can't Sec- afford that shit. Second of all, I can't afford it. Third of all, because I hate the... The image. Per- I hate the image. I hate the pretentiousness you know, around also, it. also, a lot of people who go there will say, like, super stressful environment. Yeah. It can be hard to, like, even make friends, I think, mm-hmm. for some people. Yeah. Apparently, you know where the highest rates of cheating happen? It's those schools, because there's this ridiculous yeah. expectation of perfection. Yeah. yeah. So people, like, do all they can. I think Duke probably has a similar issue because they're not an Ivy school, but they're like pretty high. If they're as close to Ivy as non-Ivy, you're gonna. They're get, quite. You know? prestig- yeah, yeah, they're quite prestigious. Um, may I say though, could you even imagine me at an Ivy? You have the aesthetic, like you look like it. What? <laughs> okay, no, 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 no. So literally, is it because I'm white? Yeah, it is. <laughs> all you have to do, right, for you to be in an Ivy, okay, you would have to shave your beard. Wear Never. like one of those sweaters that has the like Harvard thing on it. Oh, in my frat, like the Sigma Alpha Sigma. Yeah, you know, just wear that sweater, and then the cargo. Do you, do you know? Fine. Do you know that I spelled out with Sigma Alpha Sigma? Sass. <laughs> 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 
fuck you. <laughs> I don't want to think about SAS. That's um the statistics coding language that was invented at NC State. They know what SAS is. They're not uneducated. Not everybody humans. knows. Not everybody has used SAS before. It's not if like you super have it. It's popular. it's the reason a lot of things work. Yeah, true. Or people um, know whatever. Yeah. Sigma, my point is Sigma Alpha Sigma. Oh man. God. But no, my point is like I'm saying if you shaved and put that sweater on. Yeah. I would fit in too because I'm Indian. Mm-hmm. And there's hello, there's a lot of those. But no, you're right. Like, so on the actual issue at hand, she should plead guilty. Yeah. Your no. First of all, your daughters know. Second of all, everyone around your daughters already found out they don't deserve to be there. Oh, do you think the internet has turned on your daughters too? There's not much else you can do with this. Oh, point. the best thing ever. Yeah. So, the daughter, she has two, I think. Right. Mm-hmm. Well, the one who said the partying shit. She goes to USC. Yeah. Southern California, not South Carolina. And yeah, yeah. she was promoting some makeup, and there's an Amazon review. So. They had someone fake their credentials of being in crew, which is like sailing. Or oh whatever. yeah, yeah. So she, I was gonna say, yeah. The the reason they were able to get her in the university was they technically they fixed had, her grades, and they also fixed her athletic records. Well, they didn't fix her grades. They donated a ton of money to help her scores and grades. Exactly. And stuff, yeah, yeah. And um, they reserved a spot for her on the crew team even though she's not on it she's never done it and yeah. she doesn't participate in it they just told the coach like you're gonna put her on the team and she's never gonna do yeah. anything which but is the review wow was, the review for the make was i thought this would give me the just got back from a crew practice look but i guess it was fraudulent <laughs> that's pretty good also look i don't like trevor noah that much another yeah. good trevor noah idea he said the coaches who helped those kids who weren't athletic get into the team should be forced to play with all the kids that don't oh, actually yeah, play yeah. for them. And the winner, they have to try to win. Especially if team. they were on, like, the football team or something. That'd be fun. Yeah, and, like, imagine, like, okay, imagine being some kid who's, like, you're not the greatest naturally gifted athlete, but you're grinding your ass off to try yeah. to get an athletic scholarship because that's, like, the only way some kids only can get into college. Those are the ones I feel worse for. Yeah. You know? Then, and like, then this fucking someone like, white kid, not to be racist, but they're mostly, I think they're all yeah. white for the most part. This white kid whose dad is a fucking Hollywood actor, producer, whatever the fuck. <laughs> the mom money. is also an actress. Yeah, the, yeah. with money. Just... Pushes his way onto a sports team when you have to work your ass to get a fucking spot. Mm-hmm. You might not even play. Yeah. And this dude doesn't even have to play. Or practice. Practice? We talking about this practice facade? said the entire team. We talking about practice facade? We talking about college game day? You talking about practice? When I'm only going to be at the tailgate getting my back blown out. God. Dear God. <laughs> that was graphic. At the tailgate? Yes. How would that even work? USC is a wild place. Yeah, true. No, I, feel like, I feel like um, University of so- Southern California, no, so- South Carolina is a little more wild than Southern California. Dude, someone got shot on Southern California that ran for the U.S. men's Olympic team in the light. Dear God. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Um, they're not, they're like right near like the areas of Southern California that can yeah. be a bit shady. Not to like shit on the school, but yeah, like. Yeah, yeah. Well, my point is, like, no, like. I just find it somewhat annoying that she's worried about her daughter's perception of her. Oh, yeah. It's like, and her oh, image on. and stuff. And it's like, dog. No, the minute this came out, everyone around the world was like, excuse you? Because, mm-hmm. like, as a parent, I know you want the best for your kids, but your kids also need to earn the best. Yeah. You know, you can't spoon feed it to them forever. Because I know a lot of, like, my parents will tell you the reason they work so hard to be here and the reason they work so hard to have nice jobs and a nice house is to help us. Oh, yeah, yeah, definitely. But it's to set us up so we can then take that opportunity and then make the most of it. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. 
but they're not it's not supposed to be like a, oh we're just gonna spoon feed you into success forever you know what i'm saying i mean i would like that but <laughs> everyone would like that but you're not gonna be able to earn anything because of it if if your future wife had enough money would you be a stay-at-home dad Oh yeah, same. <laughs> that sounds fun, man. But I would use. If I marry that a doctor, to do a lawyer. Something. Yeah, yeah. Like coach their a baseball lawyer, team. You, I think you're planning on that. Maybe. Well, we'll see. I don't know. <laughs> Maybe. That's a whole other conversation. Let's read the tea leaves. Yes, I'm trying to find a sugar mama. <laughs> Listeners, I'm I'm trying to find a sugar mama, and I'm CEO looking in Pepsi. Yeah, I'm looking for. She's a woman. She is. No, I think she sat down. Right. Oh, she did. Never I think mind. so. Yeah. Former CEO. Former of CEO. Pepsi. I'm trying to find a sugar mama. And uh, because I'm going to be a teacher, so the only careers no, that would probably one. work, yeah, exactly. The only careers that would possibly work would be like high power business exec, lawyer, doctor. Where I'm going to find one of those? Eh, or YouTube vlogger. YouTube vlogger, that would work too. Who is essentially like kind of selling sex, but never actually does. Mm-hmm. Perfect. Secret Snapchats. <laughs> Secret Snapchats. Those are a thing. <laughs> I know. Premium Snapchats. Can you imagine? Oh, jeez. But yeah, I'm gonna, get, I'm gonna say to this. To wrap real quick. this, I, I saw, just I, think okay, yeah, wrap this if you're if you like, I think a lot of us because I know our, our listener base is all young people. Yeah. Um, a lot of us like life is hard and it sucks, but it's really annoying when people who are already like literally have like the best head start ever are just like fuck you and they cheat code their way into college. Yeah. Because here's the thing: when you cheat code your way into beating Mario sixty four, <laughs> it's fine. Because it's okay. Did you, did you see that one tweet where this one guy... Got mad because someone beat that new Sirico game? No, 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 no. There was this one guy who edited... Uh, do you remember, like, the penguin slide thing in uh, Mario 64? I think sucked. Yeah, yeah. There's this one shortcut in it that, like, cuts you through the whole thing. And this guy edited what the penguin tells you at the end. Where instead of it's like, congratulations, you beat me. He was like... Well, congratulations, you beat me, but you also cheated. This is a hollow victory. Oh, that's a meme now. Yeah. Everyone puts it in everything. It's a hollow victory. It was like, you cheated me, the game, and yourself. You know I, yeah, yeah, that's like a new meme, right? Cause really? The, the Sonic Twitter account tweeted it where someone cheated their way to beat a level, and then that's what shows up at the end. The rank says cheat. <laughs> but that's what all these kids get. Yeah. You had a hollow victory. You yeah. cheated. But here's the thing. In video games, it's whatever. Mm-hmm. In real life, it's fucking annoying. For my 18th birthday, my mom bought me a college admission. <laughs> yeah. For my 18th birthday, uh, my mom brought me, like, an admission to Kappa 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 or whatever. No cap. No cap. <laughs> is that what... If you're most frat or sorority, you're beefing with, like, a Kappa, is that what the... Yeah. No cap. No cap. I saw this one... Oh, uh, jeez. You know, you know what the woe is? Oh, God. I saw that tweet. Yeah, there was, like, the it. one frat that was, like... Uh, they they had like woe in their name somehow. They're yeah. like the woe is the official dance now. The- it was like it was like twenty white guys just going whoa <laughs> with it like whoa, and then I think it was like Zach Fox like retweeted said something about it. This is the whitest thing I ever yeah. seen. Oh, it was terrible. Yeah, and the college admission thing. The answer is like this is just fucking annoying. And Lori Lachlan, stop being a bitch and go ahead and admit to be guilty. <laughs> I'm not. Look, you might have meant well, but you're literally making it worse. Oh, she's making it out. so much. Your worse. daughters will be fine with their Instagram followers and their endorsements. Also, can I see like what the time is on the episode real quick? I just want to check uh, something real quick. I think we're fine. We're probably like. Yeah. A- Oh, we're 50? Okay, we should probably get rolling on the album. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, yeah. So, have, this is one of those just shoot the shit episodes. It yeah. Happens. I hope y'all like these. Um, 
we don't like sometimes we're too busy and we don't really like forcing to plan an episode if we yeah. really don't really have because this last week we came in with i came in and you came in with like some oh yeah we had like a bunch of things outlined we were we gonna really talk about. wanted to talk about this yeah. was more of like a let's just give them some interesting things to like talk about yeah we started where did we start where do we end where That's do we question. end where do we end with billy Ellis? where do we <laughs> end and logic and because logic. we have to finish yes. the supermarket readings yes Okay, so Billie Eilish, uh, 17. Mm-hmm. Yep, 17. 17. Homeschooled with her brother, yeah. Phineas. Yeah. Phineas Eilish. Not which Phineas is, Ferb. Which is a crazy Phineas name. Ferb, but yeah. Phineas Eilish. <laughs> Pretty great. Yeah. Apparently, he's an actor and stuff, but also he's a producer. And that's yes. what's important to us because he produced the entirety of Where Do We Go When We Sleep. And he produced the hell out of it. <laughs> and first of all, regardless of what you think of the, the album, for the most part, the production, fantastic. Yeah, Phineas. Good job, bro. Like, he killed that shit. Uh, From all the vocal effects to the little... So typical of you to give the man all the credit, Basam. No, I'm saying... Because let me just... Let me just be the feminist of the two (laughs) of us real quick. And give a shout-out to Billy herself, who sang excellently and gave amazing performances. Oh, I could definitely tell... Like, this is an album that you can tell, like, a brother and sister sat there and like, oh, yo, you should do this, or make my voice do this, or we should do this. And he's like, yo, you should sing like this. You can just tell, like, it's a very cohesive, like, you can just tell they work really closely together. Yeah. Because everything moves really well, I feel like. There's a lot of quick, sorry, I have a quick sidetrack. I was in a, a class this week where uh, I was sitting next to this one girl who I really don't know. I, I, was, I was running late, so I hopped in. Don't know this hoe. I don't really know her that well. But um, it was about, so this guy, our teacher, uh, this guy, Dr. Yoon, who's, like, one of, the, like, my favorite professors here. He's yeah. a social work professor. And uh, he... Uh, was talking about Nixon, and he was like, yeah, so there's this one, like, bill that would have given everybody free daycare in America, like... Is for, this your like, education from, class? Uh, it's a uh, elective I have to do for it. Yeah, yeah. So, um, he's, like, at one point said, like, Nixon didn't sign this bill for free, like, free daycare for, like, people of, like, this age, or, like, children yeah. within this age, because he thought women belonged at home, and the girl next to me just yelled out in the middle of class, typical male... <laughs> And then my professor, like, again, a guy, Dr. Yoon, was just like, uh-huh. <laughs> he was just like, he did not know how to react. He was like, that. well, you know, this is during a time when that type of shitty behavior was a thing. Yeah. I hope you'd like to know that I do not condone this behavior. I was just, la- just, I was just laughing, though, because I was, like, looking around the room. Like, I was like, I bet no one would, like, in this room would agree with Nixon. Yeah, it's not like you're the only one who thinks <laughs> yeah. that this shit's dumb. It's, it's like, like, it's like I raised my hand. Actually, I think that was a good idea. <laughs> <laughs> she should stay at home. Yeah. The first, like, yeah, get the fuck out of my class. Yeah. It's like, in this 45% female university, none of you should be here. <laughs> But I just wanted to bring that up because it reminded me of that. Anyway, yeah. but Billy, good. Okay, my biggest issue with her is not vocally. Like, I've always thought she's very talented. Yeah. I just thought some of her songs were too moody and angsty and, like, they moved really slow. Yeah, no, I agree with you. And I couldn't really get into it. But this one had a lot of more character, in yeah, my opinion. Definitely. A lot more of a pulse to it. Bad Guy, I like that song. Bad Guy's good. Um, my favorite was My Strange Addiction. It's not because of the office sample in it. It's just because that groove is so good in her performance. Zanny. Really, Zanny sounds good. really sad. Yeah. So there were... Um, Wish You Were Gay really sad, too. Essentially, like, my thing with the album is um, I thought there were some very, very... I think it's tight. Yeah. There were some very good high points in it. There weren't necessarily, like, a lot of low points. I didn't really care for that Party Over song because it's really slow. Yeah, but it's I was going really to say, there, there are songs on here where I was like, wow, this is great. And then there are other songs where I was like, this one's just not, like, 
my vibe. Not my vibe. I'm not really feeling this. It's not necessarily like too bad, but it's just kind of like, yeah, I'm yeah. Pa- not not feeling this one. What I will say is, I like. There's like a bit of personality, like in Bad Guy, when she's like, "I'm the bad guy," yeah. and then you hear it just go, "Duh." Yeah, <laughs> no, that was funny. Um, but yeah, no, there's songs like um, and I think I'm gonna get a little bit of flack for this one. Uh, you should see me in the crown, which I think have cool aspects, but I don't think come together all the way. I'd like that one probably a bit more than you do, but I get what yeah. you're saying. There's like some moving parts to that that I think don't yeah. gel maybe as well as they were trying to. You know? Yeah. Meanwhile, there's a song like um, "When the Party's Over." Or I didn't like stream. that song. Really? You don't like "When the Party's Over"? I think it's too bare. Oh, I'm, I'm, I'm I disagree. But okay. I don't hate okay. it, but I feel like it's a. It started. It dragged a bit much. It reminded me of what I don't like about her. I got you. Yeah. Yeah. She can drag. You know, with her, the thing was more like, how was she going to use her voice? Because the voice was there. It was yeah, just, how yeah. are you going to write it? How what, what How is your songwriting going to be? How are you going to use it? Yeah. It's a production. And I'll say, like, so, basically, I thought the core of the album was really good. But by that, I mean, like, the middle five tracks in All Good Girls Go to Hell, Wish oh, You like Were Gay, When the Party's Over, Eight, My Strange Addiction. I thought those were all fantastic. That's a good streak for the most part, yeah. But then it's followed by. I started. I started a bad guy, honestly, and just go from there. Bad guy's very good. Bad too, guy's yeah. Andy down. Yeah, but I'm saying I, like the strongest video album for that. Yeah, movie. it's not very long, is it? It Doesn't feel like a long listen, in my opinion. Uh, there are 14 songs. It goes by pretty. Which is, yeah, quick. it goes by pretty well. I'll say it's not like a slow album. You'll never be. Bored are you counting the it. intro in that 14? No, nah, I'm not really. No, I am. I am. Yeah. Yeah. So the intro is like 30 seconds. Yeah. And it's so just it's her talking about taking songs. her invisible line out or yeah. something. Yeah. But um, which explains why she kind of talks a bit weird yeah. sometimes. <laughs> but yeah, then there's a song like "Bury a Friend," which I feel like doesn't come together all the way. Ilo Milo, I forgot how to pronounce it. Also, I didn't feel completely came together. Um, listen before I go, I thought was okay. I love you, I thought was pretty good, and goodbye, I thought was pretty good. Good closer. Yeah, but like there are some songs in here where I felt like they weren't so tight. Um, which is why personally, like I think like, I think there's great potential for Billy and I really like the album it's like a really good debut yeah really good debut and I think like it was going forward so much flack but I think she's just I think she has a lot of haters yeah I think so I think it's a very tight pop release for weird fashion in her oh yeah yeah she's very she's she's not the typical pop star at all um I think it's a good debut I think people are shitting on it for no reason (laughs) yeah so I would say um I think it's a very solid start for her and the reason like I'm not like the reason I'm bringing up the fact that like the songs I don't like I just feel like didn't come all the way together not like was, the idea was bad. The execution wasn't necessarily there. Exactly, which is why I'm saying I think going forward it's a very good sign because yeah. like, there are people with debut albums where it's like, oh, half the songs were good and then half the songs were just bad, and this could go either way. This is more like a, she's her ideas aren't bad, and with Phineas helping with mm-hmm. the production, I'm yeah. not saying it's all his credit, but I'm yeah. saying like with a good producer mm-hmm. literally on deck probably whenever. Yeah, like this, she she's on the right path. Yeah, she's setting herself up for mm-hmm. a pretty good career. Yeah. Good debut. I think if you don't like some of her previous work, I think there's more. There's more. I'd say diversity and yeah. interesting. There's more likable grooves and there's more to this than I think some of the EP that came out. Yeah, I I've haven't been a fan of a lot of Billy's work before this, but this I've really felt. Was yeah, like so tight. I definitely recommend it in that regard. Yeah. Also, I think if you like a bit of like kind of like edgy pop music mm-hmm. but with like somewhat of some more character to it other than i'm just edgy pop music yeah go listen to this i agree i gave it an eight and a half aiden gave it i gave it a seven and a half so we're about in the same ballpark it's yeah. a point difference it's just a matter of subjectivity go listen to it that's yeah. what i say and right. uh do you want to mention khalid 
Oh, um, just that maybe you might. I'll, I'll mention this about Khalid. Uh, I made a blog. Yeah, that's what I was gonna ask. Yeah, you. Uh, it's halfblogaden.com. Uh, I believe our Twitter. We have a tweet with yeah. it. Yeah, yeah. Um, I'll be posting a Khalid review probably over this weekend at some point or early next week. Uh, check out my blog. I'll tweet when it's when yeah, that can, comes out. Yeah, tweet it. and um, yeah. yeah. So the thing with this is like I know. We're not as structured as other podcasts, but that's no, sort of what I all. like. It's yeah. sort of like the free flowing nature. That's what I like. That's what I like. But you I think it, I think you see we're is, quirky. We we make there, references. Pop is, culture, baby. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> I think there is structure in the madness almost. Yeah. yeah. So I think because of that though, we also do have to keep it moving sometimes. So mm-hmm. with albums, it can be hard to either expound on all of them or with the Khalid one, if only one of us listens to it. We don't necessarily want to fit it in if we don't have to. Which is the case in this one, where Vasant doesn't particularly care for Khalid's music. Not that I hate it, I just don't yeah, care. Yeah, it's not his lane, typically. Yeah. So, he passed on this album, and I was like, well, I just made a blog, so... Aiden's blog I'll is a place it. if you want to hear... Aiden will either expound upon stuff we've talked about here yeah. with the music, or he'll talk about albums that we mentioned that we can't review, or mm-hmm. we barely review. Yeah. Or that he only or reviews. song reviews, or just ideas I've had about music recently and things like that. Or, like, anything, really. If Aiden's your favorite member of the podcast, which he should be, then go check out his blog. Oh, you should be their favorite. Shut the fuck you're, up. You're, we're, not doing, we're not doing this. You're, you're the cute one. Oh, Lord. <laughs> I'm the bad boy. Oh, this is like when people start making Tumblr pages and then they start having, like, team whatever. Yeah, but for real, I'm the Justin one. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to take off. <laughs> yep, he is. Anyway. So yes, uh, we're gonna end it probably. I mean, do you want to mention what you said about premium Snapchat? <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. Uh, I was just gonna say quickly. Um, we got yeah, we're good on time. Yeah. We're good. I just wanted to say real quick. Could you imagine in in the world where there's the internet and you can have a resource to millions and millions of porn? Yeah, lots of it. Tits ass. Could you imagine paying like ten dollars to like get? No, like, I want to see. This girl knew. Yeah, exactly. This specific how child one. How childish are you, you know? <laughs> it's like, I don't want that one. I want this one. Also, shout out to the people who pay for it and then just take the screenshots and post it online anyway. <laughs> right, that's a little biting the Biting the bullet. Yeah, yeah. For the... Because, like, you could argue that's messed up, but also it's private, but, like... But, uh, okay, yeah, but she's also not, she's not against like, people. She's not, people seeing it because you're paying to see it. It's quote-unquote private. It's private. It's private is another way of saying pay up, bitch. I was about to say, it's not private in the sense of, like, two people in a relationship sending a photo or whatever. It's private it's, in the sense that you have to pay to be part of a group of people. Yeah, exactly. Does she have copyright over her nudes in that case? Um, I think she... <laughs> you know, yeah, no, no. She could take them down if she found them. She is, like, just random girl. We're not referring to anybody in or particular. He or or he, yeah. The person could... Yeah, yeah. If it's, like, a product, essentially... It's essentially a product because you imagine, are paying for it. Imagine putting a copyright claim out for your nudes. My dick, <laughs> yeah, is patented. <laughs> that's amazing. That, that, that's 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 one of the most baller things I'm I've ever heard. I'm gonna write a bar about that. Yeah. Somehow I'm gonna want to put that in a line. It's like my brand's so big, my dick's worth a million clicks. <laughs> or you could go like a, a cringy like logic route. Like, this is my PP, my patented penis. <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of logic, <laughs> on. Bobby by Rachel back at it. My penis just got a pat it. That was too accurate, wasn't that was, it? That was too good. When you spurt, when you started out there, I was like, where is he going with Bobby this? Rachel, <laughs> I got it. My penis just got a pat it. Imagine a white guy going like, my penis just got a pat And he's got, got like a one-inch death punch. Whatever. Oh, anyway. my God. Aiden. 
please close us out with the reading of the half and half Bible. <laughs> yeah, the half and half Bible supermarket. I might go and buy this book just for like days that we don't have a ton He's to talk going about. To win. I know he'd win, but also we'd get content out of it's, it. So it's, I guess it's, we win. it's content, and I need yeah. that. All right. So, where we were last time, Logic just got a job at the supermarket. He made after the, imagining murdering some, beating yeah. someone up, and uh, and after actually murdering somebody and then going back in time, and then whatever, after explaining yeah. a bit about Hugh Laurie, yeah, and then um, t- like doing like the Ronda was dark bit for way too long. Yeah, yeah. Uh, chapter three is called Monday Already. Oh, wow, that's a relatable chapter yeah. title. Well, I was going to say, he starts out with, like, the most relatable, like, like the most, like, relatable tweets Blase type thing, stuff, yeah. you know? It felt as if all I did was blink, and there Monday was. I mean, that's fine, but it's like, yeah. No, but I, I, it's fine, but I was just laughing because I could just, like, totally someone, tw- someone tweeting that, like, you know. Like, like on uh, Facebook or something. It's just Monday like, already. I felt like I just blinked. Uh, no, I just blinked. I have to go work this job that pays me well. Uh, I don't know. Well, so in this case, but. he's uh, heading to the supermarket. Um, this person who he describes as an old black man yells, hey, kid. And I want to pull that up because it just reminds me of uh, a bit and It's Always Sunny where they lose a bet and they have to have uh, this old guy sleep in their, like, the same bed as them. Yeah. And they were calling him old man. And then Mac just started calling him black man because <laughs> he was black. And then Dad's like, don't call him black man. He's old man. And then he's, then he's like, okay, so black man. Now you've got me doing it. Old man. <laughs> Hey, black man. Yeah. Black I just wanted man. to bring that one up. Uh, so he's talking to this old guy. Um, and he's like playing chess or whatever. And he's like, what are you up to? He's like, I'm at the supermarket working. And he's like, this guy's crazy, isn't he? Um, and the guy just acts like real weird. Then it's like, whatever. Yeah, yeah. Uh, he walks in and there's this one guy. It says, one man. I, 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 sta- I stared into the storefront from the outside. I spotted a few customers. One man stood clutching a cup of coffee, holding it to his nose, inhaling, muttering something to himself. Every time a customer would activate the sliding doors, I would faintly hear him, coffee, 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 coffee. Dude was into his Joe. Into what? This book is like, like I think the word to describe this book is excess. Yeah. Just excess details. Like, I don't know if that, this, like, this felt like such a pointless observation. No, it's. Dude it's, is really into his joke. I also just like the idea of like, he took the cartoon idea of someone like hyped up on caffeine where they're literally like coffee, 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 you know? No human being does that. And he just made that like a real Legit, human being. Like, I think ironically people do it. Exactly. But I just I just saw like this guy with like an ironic like coffee mug that just says, says like don't, don't talk to yeah. me. <laughs> don't talk to me till I've had my coffee. Or battery low, coffee needed. <laughs> like yeah. Just what I don't like get is like I think he writes he kinda writes like how like when you first write like papers in high school my English teacher say people write papers like how economists and philosophers write their pieces, yeah. where it's a lot of big, complex language and mm-hmm. all this detail, but it doesn't say anything. I think he writes how high school students write in the sense that he's trying to fill out the word count. He's trying to fill it <laughs> up and be somewhat interesting and quirky. Yeah. He's trying to write it like the cool narrator in a TV show yeah. narrates. So or, he, um, he, Ted, the, the assistant manager, once again is like being all super friendly, and he's like, he, he was a little too into his gig. You know when you're, you work at a job in your teens and you really give it you all? You really go above and beyond, take pride in what you're doing until about four weeks in. Then you realize your job is completely demeaning, that your sole purpose is to blindly serve people who don't give to, uh, who don't care about your happiness or future. Then, you work, then your work ethic starts to slide. 
You walk into the break room asking yourself, who aspires to be the best grocery bagger or cashier? Who the hell cares if you can change the oil at a local Jiffy Lube? Who, who's impressed that you can memorize the entire menu at the Crab Emporium Seafood Restaurant? I don't want to be a professional busboy, you think to yourself. First of all, he just shit on a lot of people's jobs. I was about to say, it's... Mm, okay, look. I, d- I don't like how Logic is just, like, turning his nose up at, like, you know, lower-class jobs. Like, yeah, look, he's right. No one wants yeah. to be the best grocery bagger or the best Jiffy Lube oil guy. But, like, the reason you work jobs like that is you got to do what you got to do to get somewhere. You know? Mm-hmm. A job is, like, a means to an end. Yeah. And, yes, as a student, as someone who might be employed... It mm-hmm. sucks sometimes, and, like, your motivation does tank after the initial start. Yeah. But you just have to keep reminding yourself, like, why you're doing it. So, mm-hmm. like, make – yes, like, he's – it's just, like, such a dumb sentiment of, like, yeah, yeah. no one is fucking excited to work those jobs, yeah. but they do it because they need to. And you could say, too, it's like, well, he's not, like, making fun of it. He's just making an observation. But then he goes and talks about Ted, and he, like, makes fun of him for working at the same job for 15 years and only, quote-unquote, being an assistant manager, not even being the manager – and then he's like, if I was doing this, I'd be the CEO by now. Well, and I'm like, I think when you to prom- to get promoted to a position, it depends on who you work for. Some companies have like no upward mobility, and that's why yeah. people leave. People leave when they're like, look, I'm not gonna move up the ranks here. I need to go somewhere else where I can get that opportunity. So like, for all you know, fucking the manager of the store just has not left. Exactly. I was gonna say, managers sometimes work for like thirty years. And yeah. So not what the leave. fuck? It's like yeah. the fucking queen is still the queen, and her son has been trying to be king since <laughs> sixty four. Yeah. So like, but uh, he said Ted was the guy who wanted you to go nowhere and hate every second of it because that's what he'd done. And then I love this line because oh, it's just, he's doing that thing where it's like this... you just hate me because you can't do anything. But I love this because it's just like such a Tumblr quote, like most drones in our society. Ted never did what he really loved. I'm so hurt. As a rap, it's more annoying that a guy who is rapping for a living is saying that. Yeah. Cause sorry, like he yeah he's a lucky one. He gets to live out his dream of being a rapper who likes Rick and Morty and plays video games at his yeah. concerts. <laughs> just, I just I just I just like the, I just like, like the idea of Logic being like, oh these sheeple. All just, you know, trying to make a means to an end. How pathetic. <laughs> yeah, because, like, I think anyone will tell you, a lot of people have dreams, but sometimes you, what your dream has to be, like, a side project because you can't just leave. A practical way of living is not chasing your dream and not doing something to support that. Mm-hmm. Look, some people do it, and that's fine. But personally, for me, like, this podcast, we don't do this full-time. We are students. Uh, I do this full-time. I quit all my other responsibilities <laughs> in my classes. So. I wanted to quit this podcast for Pikachu. Yeah, I'm also quitting the podcast <laughs> for Let's Go Pikachu. But no, my point is, is like, like in hell when we graduate, we might still do this. Like when we graduate, but yeah. we'll both probably work jobs because while we enjoy this and it'd be cool if this led to a career, mm-hmm. you have to be realistic and know that this is just a side or this is a passion. But you, your passion can't always be your profession. A YouTuber, you can't just sit down and start making YouTube videos and not do anything else. Yeah, I I completely agree. And it's, again, I quit all my, I'm happy that you did say that because it knocks some sense to me because I quit everything, including my classes. I dropped out for this podcast. And now I'm like, Blue Apron, please sponsor me. SeatGeek, please help me out. Exactly. (laughs) Throw me a bone. He sits in front of his dorm with a sign. Yeah, it's my old room that they don't let me live in anymore. (laughs) You dropped out. And they tell me, Aiden, you have to leave. And I'm like, no, I can't. I have nowhere to go. I live in Pennsylvania. I can't get back there. I don't have money. Yeah, it's just like, it seems kind of tone deaf coming from a man who gets to rap yeah. for a living. 
But uh, okay, so he Plus goes. Everyone's a drone to you. Yeah. So this is the last part of the sample, and I think I'm actually going to wind up buying the book because it gives us that good content. Um, but this is the last part I'll read today. And he says, uh, essentially, he's like, you ask somebody, if you had $500 million in the account, what would they do? And he says, the conversation would typically go like this. Well, I would definitely invest. And this is like logic being like, look how much sm- smarter I am. And, you know, look how much more. Look, <laughs> look how, at my brain. Look at how much more brain how I have. Look how big my brain yeah. is. Look how big my brain is compared to the regular man. Well, I would definitely invest the money into a tech company of some kind. Or of, And it gets cut off. This is where I would interrupt. No, I'd say. You're missing the point. The point is, what what would you do if you had five hundred million? Not what you would do with five hundred million. <laughs> I would stare at them, waiting for the proper answer. The proper answer being whatever their heart desired. Oh, uh, I uh, well, I guess they would stammer. Here it comes. I would think to myself, almost there. I guess, um, almost. Well, I guess I'd probably travel. You know, see the world. Then go do that. I would reply. That's when they hit me with the money issues or their dying family member, or needing to finish college, or a million and one excuses as we as a society give ourselves. Wait, 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 wait. Sorry, bud, but just because you want to go to fucking Bali does yeah. not mean you can drop out of school. I also not just, everyone is create fucking Tyler. I, <laughs> <laughs> okay? I also just love he just dropped a we, we, are, we, we live in the society bomb right there. Also, so wait, so his distinction is it's not what would you do with five million, it's what would you do if you had five million already yeah. just sitting there. Yeah. It's a weird distinction. I guess he's saying instead of- It's sp- also 500 million. Because logic apparently has five hundred million, which he probably doesn't. <laughs> so five hundred million, I guess, is like. So he's saying, like, like not what would you do with that money, but if you had it, what could you do? Yeah, I guess. Yeah, the difference. Yeah. So I guess he's saying not like so much as like would you invest it or how would you spend it. It's like if you had five hundred million, what would you go do with your life? I yeah, guess. I yeah. Don't know. It's it's a weird distinction. Logic's also like, look how smart I am. <laughs> it's not a very clear yeah. one. It's kind of the same thing because you'd still use that money to travel, yeah. but sure. But yeah, so. To end off the section that says right there, it's like, he said, fuck your dead family member. (laughs) That's when they hit me with the money issues or their dying family member, which is so funny, by the way. It's like, it's like, yeah, I'd love to go travel, but it's like my, my aunt or whatever is about to die from whatever disease. He's like, so (laughs) we're sorry, but Aiden cannot be at the funeral today because he is. And I quote from an Instagram post getting lit in New Zealand. He he quotes he is spending the money to get the money. <laughs> he is quote a bad friend. <laughs> That's what the fuck Jesus Christ. Fuck your dying aunt, bro. She can't go to New she can't go to fucking Malibu with you. She can't go to fucking Greece. It's like Aiden It's like Aiden couldn't be here today because quote, he is seeing Beyonce VIP tickets and those cost five hundred million in themselves. But um, Aiden is not here because a biracial rapper yelled at him and told him to go overseas <laughs> and threatened his life. If anybody wants to set, direct their hate mail anywhere, send it to Logic in Maryland. <laughs> How does that end anyway? How does he end that rant? Yeah, so he says... Uh, Fuck the dead man. Yeah. Brother. Yeah. Uh, or needing to finish college or a million and one excuses we as a society give ourselves to rationalize our fears without having to face the unbear- un- unbearable, inevitable outcome of life. And that outcome is... You want to know if it's on? Oh, it's death. What is, what is death is imminent, Alex? Ding, ding, ding. <laughs> Who's Alex? It's like he's doing like Jeopardy. What is death is imminent, oh, like Alex? Alex, Alex back. Yeah. <sighs> Why? Is that how that ends? 
Okay, I'll, say, I'll read you the end of the chapter because it's also kind of funny. Now, this is where I'd explain that if I want to see the world, travel to India, wave to the Queen's Palace in London, cross the Swiss Alps, ride the elephants in Thailand. Someone who's been to India, it's not exactly the place you want to travel or whatever. <laughs> but Sanath is Indian, so he has a... Yeah, I can say that. I was about me. to say, this This is not coming from me. Let me point that out. Yeah, I've never been to India. Whores. <laughs> Surfing Nicaragua, they could do it without question and without asking how. They always seem to retort with some variation of, yeah. Okay, buddy. Because we're not all rich. <laughs> yeah. Like, oh, yeah, just go to fucking England and wave with the palace. You know how fucking expensive tickets are? Logic is like workshopping his next verse. Yeah. Out. You got to get your passport set up. You yeah. got to get your tickets. <laughs> you got to have a place to stay. Then you have to make sure you have money for food and moving around the city if you're going to walk or if you need well, a bus it's, money. it's easy. Just have $500 million. For yeah, of course. <laughs> you know, let me just fucking start the next biggest company in America. No, you don't need that. You have a podcast. Yeah, half and half. We're going to own everything. Make 500 mil off a of podcast. Guys, here. I'd like to announce we're making a new game console to <laughs> rival the Soldier Boy. <laughs> oh, man. So, yeah, that is the end of chapter three of Logic's Magnum and Opus. So, Logic said on that day, yeah. fuck your dead family members. <laughs> Go to Nicaragua. Go to Nicaragua. Amen. 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 <laughs> Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Nicaragua. Praise the Lord. 500 million. New Zealand. <laughs> India. I'm going to testify. Ooh, ooh. Fuck gonna... Alex. <laughs> yeah. Wait, no, what's the name of the manager? Ted. Fuck Ted. <laughs> Fuck Ted. Fuck Ted. I'm going to testify. Ooh, ooh. Pull up in the spot. Ooh, ooh. Look at extra fly. Ooh, ooh. ooh. <laughs> <laughs> yep. I'm writing a book. Ooh, ooh. Did you know I was a writer? Ooh, ooh. <laughs> That's, the, uh, that's the church of half and half. Holla, holla, holla. <laughs> I hope you're all blessed and stop being fucking losers and go to Nicaragua. Yeah. So I guess that's uh, the end of, I guess it's the end of everything we got today. Um, oh, it's Audacity today. We're recording on different software than typically. Yeah, because fuck the tech. Yeah. Uh, thank you all for listening again. Once again, fuck your dying aunt. <laughs> go to India. <laughs> yes. Go Travel the world. Why not? How much money you got in that bank account? $5? That's enough for... Larry, I know you got a job. Fuck <laughs> everyone. Yeah. Larry, I know you got it's I know you got a job, a girlfriend, a, a family. family you fuck know? all of them. Yeah. Go to goddamn Greece. Because <laughs> logic said you're a drone and you need to be better. I just love the idea. It's like, wow, I went to college, I have this great career. It's like you're a drone. <laughs> fuck you for being happy doing something that's not super different and creative. It reminds me of I make a, my dad works in pharmaceuticals, like pharmaceutical sales, and occasionally I'll make big pharma jokes to him, like like uh it's like big pharma's evil. And he's like, Big pharma. You owe everything you have to Big Pharma. Big Pharma bought you this fucking car, ain't it? <laughs> yeah, Big Pharma got you where you are. And it's like, yeah, but fuck Pharma. Yeah, it's like, but Claritin, evil. <laughs> as as you, as people are taking it for their allergies because it's fucking pollinated as shit outside. That, that used to be what my dad sold. He sold, I forget what he's doing right now. He sold a variety of he's different stuff. Viagra. No, he's never done Viagra, I wish. <laughs> God, I'd have an easy plug. <laughs> <laughs> it's, I, if if you don't have erectile dysfunction and you take it, it's it's a terrible experience. I imagine it's just like because there's a video of some guy who crushed it and put it in his friend's Gatorade. Oh no, dude had a boater for like four hours. Oh, and he looked like he hurt. That's when you call a doctor. Oh wait, I'll I'll tell you the joke to end this podcast. That my um my <laughs> this I will say it's a sexist old timey joke that my um uncle said once. He was like, "Well, you take Viagra, you have you have an erection for more than five hours. No, you don't call a doctor. You call a nurse." A boom bada bing. What if it's a, a guy? boom? <laughs> you see, again, 
old sexist joke. <laughs> if it's a guy nurse, he's gay, and if you're a gay, you should burn in hell. I don't think that, though. Vasanth has told me in private that this is what he thinks. <laughs> These are not the views of Aiden Fuck Mangan. Kevin Abstract. <laughs> I'm joking. Kevin Abstract released an EP today. That'll be, we'll, we'll, we'll that'll be talk next, about week. It next yeah. week. Yeah. Okay. Right. Bye. Go read Supermarket. Yep. Have fun, y'all.